Hey guys, Josh Kalinowski here, and we have got an awesome interview for you today. Uh, I'm uh, speaking with my man, Craig Bush here, and uh, gosh, he's got a great story. Uh, You know, I love the opportunity to talk to people that have pursued a passion in their life, and for one reason or another, things changed. Things had to go in a different direction. And uh, Craig is a man that 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 happened to. Now, you know, he grew up and uh, he knew that his passion was athletics and sports and competition. And he pursued that dream all the way through college. And, and after college, he's like, well, I, I'm not going to the next level. I, I'm a basketball player, but I'm, I'm not going to be able to get to that next level of life. And what does that look like? And he did have a journey, but then that journey brought him into one of the greatest chapters of his life. And he heard he heard God speak to him, which is really cool. He talks about that, uh, and, he, and he, he became a professional trainer for over 20 years for basketball players. But then at the peak of that, when, when everything was going great, he, he heard God speak to him again, and it asked him, or he asked him to pursue another angle. And we're going to talk about uh, this new angle that he's got. And I tell you what, he's got some amazing words of wisdom that I know that will inspire you. It'll, it'll help you in this time of your life right now that maybe you're making some decisions. You're not quite sure if you got to go down this path or that path. It doesn't make sense that why would I maybe leave this job to go to this job? Uh, and uh, Craig just does a fantastic job of giving us hope, of giving us the ability to trust and to pursue and to never give up. And uh, you're going to love this conversation I have with my man, Mr. Craig Bush. All right, buddy. Hey, first of all, thanks so much for joining us. I know it's, uh, first of all, it's really nice. So I don't want to be inside, even though I'm excited to be talking to you today, Craig. And I know it's raining where you're at, so it's actually a nice place for you to be inside on this podcast with us today, buddy. Absolutely. Like I said, it's been sunny the last week in the high 90s. Humidity's been low, and it's quite the opposite today. Humidity's high. We got rain all over the place, so happy to be inside. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I tell you what, my man, I'm excited to be talking to you today. I I always love talking with... um, with athletes, it's always fun. Uh, just just reminiscing about the days and and you know uh, the the things that we did in order to pursue this great dream. Uh, but I'm really also excited to be talking about this new venture in your life as well too, because uh, one of the things that we talk a lot about on this podcast in particular is just that transition period. You know that that yes. put, that that uh, the time in our life where we thought for sure that this was the road that we were going to go down. And then we take a, a hairpin to the left or a hairpin to the right, or maybe we have a bridge that is no longer there. And we've got to, we've got to figure out what we want to do with our life. So really excited about diving in uh, with your life experience. So why don't you tell our guests, uh, first of all, like, what was it like growing up for you? Were, were you, did you already have a mission? Like, did you have a purpose when you were growing up? Was there something that you were chasing down just from even from an early age? From my earliest recollection, Josh, I had a just a true passion and heart for sports. Mm-hmm. And that's what completely defined who I was. So my self-worth was based on my athleticism. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because at a very young age, I, I really excelled on the court mm-hmm. from a basketball standpoint. But what my parents thought I was actually going to do is be a collegiate runner. Really? Uh, yeah. Interesting enough, I had won the 400 meter state championship. 
the story goes like this. Uh, I was so fast that they actually had to place me in the girls' events. No kidding. I matured quicker. Yeah, And right. I didn't understand yeah. at the time, but I just went with it. And so my parents were getting these coaches, were pulling them off to the side, and they're like, if you keep Craig in track, like, there could be some amazing things happening. So, like, I had my heart set on the Olympics, and then I grew – nine inches over the summer for my seventh, eighth grade year at Oxford Slaughters, which all basketball players go through. Yes. And eighth grade, I had to quit track. I came home and I was bawling every night and I just like, it's too painful. Oh my God. And so, you know, the rest is history. Um, But yeah, I had grown like seven to nine inches over a summer, my seventh, eighth grade year. Wow. And I was excelling in basketball um, my parents never had to tell me to get out there and practice. Yeah. So like, I'm totally old school. I was, it was same thing. You go to school, get your homework done, play for three or four hours, get some food in you. And then you did that the next day. And so mm-hmm. my mind or my mission was to play at the highest level in the NBA at that time. I mean, that's literally all I focused on was basketball, going to school, you know, and obviously my family time. Mm-hmm. So when you got done with high school, I mean, did you have, uh, did you have scholarships? Was that the next pursuit for you was going to college and, and, uh, continue that, that dream of being a professional basketball player? Absolutely. Um, I ended up going to the university of West Florida okay. and that's Pensacola, Florida. And yeah. I finished up in 97. So I didn't have a stellar collegiate career, which kind of is my story. Um, I just, took some wrong roads or some left turns in life and uh, found myself in a position like, Oh my gosh, basketball is about to be over with. I don't know who I am. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know why I'm put on this earth at all. And I really sunk into this like terrible place in life, but ultimately getting to that place brought me to the Lord Mm -hmm. and I Mm -hmm. found myself in a position in 1998. I can remember September of 1998. I was down on my knees, just crying out to the Lord. And I said, Lord, I want you to come into my life. I know you've got great plans for me. I've surrendered today and I'm going to just trust in you. And that's really where my journey began. So when I finished up with basketball in college, like a lot of athletes, they're like, ah, I'm done with it. Yeah. You know, and I didn't think at the time that basketball would ever come back in my life. And it's an amazing story because right during 9-11, 2001, I'm driving down the road and the Lord spoke to me and he said, Craig, you're going to start training basketball players on a private or individual basis. And I thought, man, that's interesting. I know that they do that in the golf world. I just paid a professional golfer to to adjust my swing $60. He told me to turn my toe to the left a half inch. And I thought, man, this is interesting. But I immediately, when that vision came to life, I got super excited. And I knew at that moment, 20 years ago, that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm Uh, but there was no manual on what that would look like for me to be a professional basketball trainer. And I just started putting that vision out on paper and just through trial and error, um, with highs and lows, getting beat down, having some success, 
learning from the mistakes, you know, it ultimately has pushed me forward to where I'm at today. Mm -hmm. Now, we know we're going to get into that, too, which is a really exciting thing. And I know that we've got a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to this. And, you know, one thing that I love about this podcast is we're bringing people in that are the in they're in the midst of the grind, right? They're in the midst of doing the really hard work in order for that to benefit and pay off at, at, at some point. I'm curious to know, uh, you know, in between that, like in between college and you figuring out that this is like God has a greater purpose for you and, and giving you that vision, you know, what was it like for you? I mean, was it just, were you, I mean, what did you, first of all, what did you do? Like, what, what was life like? So I think number one is surrender. And if you truly surrender and you put God at the forefront of your life and he's priority number one, sure. then you need to follow his lead. And what that simply meant for me is being able to wake up every day and say, okay, Lord, I know that you've given me gifts and talents. I want to use these gifts and talents. Help me find those. Uh, number one, to do great things on this earth, but number two, to glorify you mm -hmm. through those things. Mm -hmm. And so the academy experience, like I've been a professional basketball trainer, like I said, the last 20 years, mm -hmm. you know, I started out with one athlete. We've run tens of thousands of players through our program. I, you know, in my wildest dreams, I never thought that we'd get to that point. Yeah. I just knew that that's what I was supposed to be doing is to be able to, to take the gift that God had given basketball and then turn around and inspire other players, help them achieve their goals. But I understood what it took. I knew that number one, it's not the uh, Mr. Rogers philosophy where we all are special <laughs> and we don't work hard. Yeah. I mean, I clear, I truly believe that we're all special, but there's like a responsibility that comes with that. And so putting in the work, you know, prioritizing your goals and it's just been amazing. Yeah. So I hope that answered your question. So going along the journey, uh, you know, when does it, when did it click for you where you're like, man, I, this, cause I, listen, as a man of faith, um, you know, I try to listen to God on a daily basis, but there are times where you're just like, okay, God, I think I'm on the right path. I believe that I just continue to keep saying yes here. And you're just going, man, but is this really working or is this really the path? Or like, when is it going to, when am I going to have that breakthrough? You know, you're starting something from scratch, no playbook, like you said, like wh where, what was that turning point like? Or when was that turning point where you said, Hey, I really know that like, th this is it. This is this, you know, I'm seeing the fruits in the labor, so to speak. Yeah. Great question. Because there were many moments of doubt. Mm -hmm. And then especially when the outside world comes in and they're like, you know, maybe you should reconsider what you're doing and, and go back to school and maybe be a school teacher. But I always had that thing in my, my like gut, like, no, this is, this is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> and if you trust me, meaning just keep going forward. And the answer to this is never, ever quit when God puts something on your heart. Hmm. No matter what it takes, you keep pushing forward. And I found that that's really how I'm wired. Yeah. And from day one, that's, that's just been my life is you don't, you don't quit and understanding that it's not going to be easy. So the turnaround period didn't come till probably nine or 10 years later after I started. Mm. 
And I still was on this journey. Mm-hmm. And my academy in uh, Indiana, uh, I founded what was called Tipping Point Basketball. And we started with one client. Today, that academy houses 30 yearly AAU teams. Uh, We see well over a thousand student athletes every year. Mm -hmm. And so for your listeners out there, it was well worth the wait. Like I would totally go through the process again. And there's a testimony at the end of the journey, you know, and obviously that's why we're here today. Yeah. Well, I love it. Uh, Yeah. The tests become your testimony. And, you know, I, I love what you said in there, uh, first of all, that you would do it all over again, because so many people that have gotten to that other side say, yes, I would go through the pain, I'd go through the challenge, I'd go through the failure, because now they, once again, see that fruit in it. Uh, it's so hard, of course, when you're going through it, because you just don't know, because you're being tested all the time. Uh, I see that was really great. And I love that you were really, I love the fact that you're just like, not only never, never give up, but what you added at the very end of it, I think was so important because that's one of the phrases that we hear all the time, right? Just never, never give up. But what you said at the end, which was never give up on what God has put on your heart. That I think is really impactful because uh, that gives it even more clarity that there's a reason why it's on your heart right? There's a reason why you feel the way that you do. There's a reason why this lights you on fire. So just awesome, uh, awesome job of really deciphering that. You know, and you, you, you hear these, these slogans like failure is not an option. Well, it absolutely is not an option. (laughs) God's put something on your heart. (laughs) Right. You keep pressing forward. Now I'm not telling you your listeners and myself that we're all going to walk out of here making a hundred million dollars because that's not what it's about. Right. It's, it's about, finding something that you're truly passionate about. You look forward to waking up in the morning and, and just going for it, Yeah. you know, and you're going to get hit along the way, but it's, look, I'm not sitting in an office all day and it, it's been the greatest gift I could ever imagine. Yeah. Well, speaking of following your passions, one of the things that I'm really excited about talking with you is uh, this new vision that you've got, this uh, th- this new thing that you are working on uh, called Rep Up. Uh, I'd love for you to just uh, t- to talk to the audience about that. Um, you know, first of all, when did the idea come to you, and, and why was it so important for you to say, "I'm going to follow that"? Because you had some really great things going on in life. Yes. Yeah, and, and another great question because a lot of people are asking me, like, why are you in Charleston, South Carolina? Like, you're <laughs> at the, the like mountaintop of success as far as the academy and training world goes. And yeah. it's it, it's one of those things where everything had come together. Yeah. And was doing well financially. You know, we, we were sending kids off to college and we we're doing camps and all that stuff, which is great. But what a lot of people didn't know is that behind the scenes, God had put another vision on my heart mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's called, it's called rep up. And I'd love to share the story on how rep up started. And I know we talked about it before the podcast, but yeah. I'd love to share it with your audience. Yeah, do it brother. You got the time, man. Here's your, it's your time. So it's pretty cool. We, we were doing, I was running a large scale camp and for, for us, a large scale camp was like 60 to hundred kids. Mm-hmm. And on this particular day, about six years ago, I stepped onto the court and I looked off to the right of me and there was this huge box of uh, agility cones that everybody has seen, these flimsy agility cones. Mm -hmm. And next to that box was a box of tennis balls. 
And I thought, huh, that's interesting. And immediately I just had this thought, tell the, tell your players to grab the agility cone and the tennis ball. And so I had my players do that. So we had 60 kids grab an agility cone and a tennis ball. And I said, I want you to place that tennis ball on top of the cone. And here's what I want you to do, players, is I want you to set that cone on the floor. That's going to represent the defender. Defender, And I want you to get in a good athletic power stance. And what we're going to do is we're going to do a crossover series for 30 seconds. And team, this is how it's going to work. So you're going to go cross right to left. When you cross right to left, you're going to pick up the tennis ball and you're going to set it down. Then you're going to cross left to right. You're going to pick up the tennis ball and set it down. Every time you pick and set, that's one rep. And I said, I want to see who the best crossover player is in the group. So mm-hmm. I said, on my on my whistle, for 30 seconds, I want you to cross, pick, set, and let's see who the winner is. So I blew that whistle, and immediately I was getting instantaneous feedback from the group. I saw these you know huge smiles coming on their face, and these guys were just screaming, one, two, three. But not only that, I noticed how low they were for the entire drill. So I blow my whistle and I said, all right, group, how many of you got 25? Well, the entire group's hand went up. I thought, this is interesting. I said, how many of you got 30? You know, half the group's group's hands went up. And I said, okay, anybody get 35 plus? We were down to three players. And bam, we had a winner at 37. And I thought, my gosh, that's that's amazing. And so – I began to, to like explore training options with the agility cone and tennis ball. I really started exploring. I thought, man, you could do some speed and agility work. So I had the players start on the sideline, put the cone six feet in front of them with the tennis ball starting on the, on the cone. And I had those players on the whistle, sprint, dribble to the cone, cross, pick up the tennis ball. And what that was going to do is going to start their drill. Mm-hmm. They were going to sprint dribble to the sideline on the other side and then sprint back and set the ball on top of the cone. I knew that whoever set the ball down first won the drill. So we blew that whistle. Mm -hmm. 25 kids crossed. They sprint. And I instantly saw who the quickest guy was in that drill. And I went, man, this is pretty amazing. And so I just started playing around with the agility cones and and, uh, tennis ball. And as clear as day, just like the academy, God's like – well, why wouldn't you put technology into those agility cones? Yeah. And I went, all right, I hear you. I hear you. And, and again, I heard it. And I went home and I sat down with my wife and I'm like, man, I'm like, God spoke to me again. I'm like, what do you think of this? And she just like lost it. She's like, that's amazing. Yeah. So what I've been doing behind the scenes the last six years is I've created a training platform where I've created thousands of drills that we haven't introduced to the world yet. So that's what I'm super excited about. Yeah, absolutely. Here's what we built, Josh, and I'm going to show your audience this. So for everybody that's watching us on YouTube, you're going to see this. If you're just listening to us, think of that cone and think of it even in a greater uh, future here. Pretty awesome. Yeah. So what we did is we put a display module into an agility cone. And then essentially what we've done is we, we have put a stopwatch and rep counter into that cone. So for your, your listeners, you don't have to have a personal trainer at your side now standing there with a stopwatch. So you can transition from 
speed drills, straight into strength drills, and then skills drills. Mm -hmm. So what I've created is a training platform that players all across the world can not only use at home, but they can bring it into a team training concept. So we have an app that's connected to that device. You don't have to have the app. You can just set the cone down, turn on that display module and get to work. And it's going to instantaneously tell you how fast you did, did drills. It's going to let you know how many reps you did. And then our app is going to collect that data. So on day one, they can see where they are at. Then, you know, month one, know where their progress is at. So we're super excited about it. Yeah, I love but what's it. Really, what's really exciting about it is obviously we can we can take this cone and cross over into any sport any sport whatsoever you as a baseball player can yeah. see how that would be you know amazing for a shortstop let's say yeah yeah and no, i was thinking about that the act the practical application of it you know one of the things is i think it, it's oh it's it's easy to pass by and say oh that's just so simple well that's the point because complicated drills, complicated features. People don't want to do that. They lose interest in it and it, and they lo- and they aren't able to apply it. And so I love how you took something that was simple and you kept it simple and it's going to have some fast, amazing results to it. And I love how it can, uh, basically kind of cross-pollinate over to any other sport, baseball, absolutely, football. I think of agility drills with football as well, too. And, of course, obviously basketball, which is your passion. So uh, I love how you're able to do that, and it's great for multiple athletes. You know, one of the things that I think coaches and trainers, as you would know this, they overcomplicate things and they make it so challenging and so difficult and they measure the wrong things, right? And this, I think, does, right. a, does a great job of, of getting back to, I don't want to say the basics, but really getting back to the things that really improve an athlete as they grow older. Correct. You couldn't have said it better, Josh. It, it forces athletes, number one, to stay low. Yeah. So we wanted to create simple solutions with smart technology just like you stated. So we don't want to overcomplicate this thing. And let's listen, listen to this, like never forget audience that it's about grinding, getting up and and getting to work. So, you know, this, this isn't going to solve that problem. What it's going to do is it's going to be accountability. It's, it's going to teach players proper technique. So if you as a dad had a 10 year old and you say, okay, Jimmy, did you do your crossover sets mm-hmm. tonight? Jimmy can just show him the app and say, okay, yeah, we, I, I did it, dad. Yeah. And look at my improvement. Yeah. So again, that will cross over. Then that same dad can say, well, did you do your speed and agility drills? Yeah, I did it during that workout. Here are my numbers. Yeah. So that's what's amazing. You can set heavy balls on this tennis balls, baseballs. So mm-hmm. any ball, yeah, I love the accountability factor in it too. And the other thing that I've found, you know, as a uh, as a former athlete, uh, and especially having some um, having some history with baseball, of course, what I've found is like a lot of coaches they don't even know what they don't know. They don't have access to trainers such as you. They don't have the experience that I was fortunate to have, such as playing baseball at the professional level. And so they want improvement. They want to help improve their child's uh, ability to go farther on. They just don't know how to do it. So I love that you've not only created uh, this product, but I've also I love the fact that you have so many drills that they can pick and choose from and say, hey, let's just implement these 10. And then if we want to move on from there, we can. I, I think it's a fantastic feature that you've also added to that. 
That's that's great. And for the first time ever, we have a training platform where players can get creative on their own and create their own drills. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. So and yeah, you've made I'm, it a competition, which is brilliant, by the way. Anytime that you can make a drill a competition, you're gonna win. That's right. You and the feedback is man, we love what you've done because you've gamified it. Yes. You've gamified it own. And that's really what you know players are looking for these days. Um, but again, it goes back to, I've got a great device, a great product that we're going to put on the market. Um, that's going to tell, teach you proper technique. There's accountability there. It's going to force you to stay low. You can do speed, strength, and skill workout all in one workout. And you're not limited to just stationary drills. You know, the products on the market today is they're, they're amazing and they're smart tech products right but a lot of those products you you're limited in what you can do they're stationary workouts with this device you can set it up in your living room and literally do uh curl cut sprint drills and time yourself Mm -hmm. without your dad or a personal trainer Mm -hmm. yeah i love it buddy well they can find the product at repupbasketball.com right that's the website that you guys have uh when is the product going to be available for release so we have just gotten through our, our first round of funding where we have two functioning prototypes, which I was able to show your audience. Mm-hmm. So we're in the next uh, phase of actually seeking funding. Mm-hmm. And we're like at the 99 yard line. Yeah. If any of your inter- listeners are interested in getting in touch with us, obviously you can reach us through the website. Um, but we're hoping that it would be no more than six to nine months. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, I'm super geeked out about this. I love it. I love anything that can help athletes improve. I love the simplicity of it, the fact that you gamified it, and of course, obviously, your passion. Uh, Before we go, I I just want to kind of backtrack, and I want to take a little bit of a bigger view at this. Uh, Obviously, the audience, you can can hear the passion in Craig's voice about this. You can hear the fact that he's done it. But Craig, I want to, can you share with everybody like, how long is it taking you to get to this point? Like, like, what does that look like? And we talk about grinding. Like, what has that grinding been been like for you in order just to get to this point of this product? You know, it's, and I, I'm going to back up a little bit because I just saw a, an amazing quote from Alan Stein I saw on LinkedIn today, just encouraging, like, young, young players, uh-huh. entrepreneurs such as ourselves, you know, your success might not come next week. Right. It might be two months, mm-hmm. but you also have to understand it might be 10 years. And so mm-hmm. the challenge is, is not to quit. Like we talked about. Yeah. So this journey for me has been a little over two years, but six years in the making, as far as the drills go. Yeah. So we built this catalog and I'm fully prepared to, to, you know, ride this thing out as long as it takes. And and it's, it's tough. I mean, there's days when you do wake up and you're like, man, what am I doing? And then just that (laughs) reminder again, like, keep going, keep going, trust the process. Like we tell our players, just trust the process one step at a time, keep pushing. And you've got to get on the phone. You've got to network. You've got to do all those things. You never just sit back and just wait for it to happen. So I've been pretty fortunate and blessed to have an amazing team of people that have come into my life that are helping me through this process. And, you know, I can't, I would never be where I'm at today without those people. Mm -hmm. 
That's awesome, man. So team of people around you as well. Yeah, no doubt about it, right? And that's what we, I think one of the great things about sports in general is that most of it, most of them are not an individual sport. They're a team sport. And there's a reason why we love being a part of that. Um, so I know a lot of people are going to want to continue to keep following you. Uh, what, what social media platform do you like to be on? Where, where do you, where do you, uh, where do you usually do most of your, um, your conversations and talks? So, we just we we've got a Twitter account, so okay. I want your listeners to be directed towards Twitter. It's Rep Up Basketball. Okay. And I'd love for them to check out our website. We've got an amazing demo video on that homepage yep. that you can click on. And then there's a link to to give us some information on on yourselves as well as your contact information, so we can reach out to you when this product gets in the market. Love it, man. That's going to be awesome, buddy. Well, as we wrap this up, uh, any any last thoughts or anything you'd want to share with the audience that uh, you just want to make sure that they walk away from this conversation with? I said it just, just about 30 seconds ago is trust the process. Mm-hmm. And for me, for the people that are, are people of faith is follow your heart. Yeah. Like if you know that that's God's calling on your life. You stick with it and you push and you push and you push and great things will come about. Absolutely, man. Amen to that, dude. Well, we're excited about Rep Up. We're excited about your future and the opportunity that uh, God is presenting you, man. And it's just so cool to hear your story. And it's also really cool to hear your excitement and uh, what you're doing and the ability that uh, you have to continue to pursue this dream of yours. So awesome to have you on the show, buddy. I appreciate it so much, Josh. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, you heard it here, man. Listen, rep up. You got to go to the website, repupbasketball.com. You can follow them on Twitter as well, too. Uh, this is, I'm telling you guys, I've seen the product. Uh, Craig and I have talked about this a couple of times, and I've had a little bit of time to just kind of uh, uh, saturate on this and, and really see how this can be useful. And I, I'm telling you, as a former athlete, as a current coach and dad, I know that this is a tremendous value to your your people, uh, your students, your athletes, and even yourself as a coach. So uh, I'd most certainly be looking at this product. And then not only that, but share this episode. I know a lot of people are going to want to hear it. And the price of admission, as you know, is to share this, expand this, and get this out into the hands of those that you know need to hear this message. So love you guys all. Have a fantastic rest of your week, and we will definitely be talking with you soon. 